0: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. Hello, America. It's Friday. In fact, it's Good Friday. And I told you that I would have good news for you. So how, I mean, it's Good Friday. I mean, it only makes sense. So we're going to start with the best news I could find today. Yeah, that's right. We're going to go to church. In one minute, stand by.
1: This is the Glenbeck program. <sighs>
0: Uh, All right. So let me tell you about our uh, our sponsor. And we want to thank all of our sponsors. I mean, these people are keeping the engine running and we really appreciate that, especially Car Shield. No pun intended. They're keeping your engine running. Car Shield has affordable protection plans that can save you thousands of dollars for any covered repair. And that includes computers and GPS and electronics and so much more with Car Shield. You are behind the wheel of your plan. They have customizable monthly plans with rates as low as $99 a month, you can choose your favorite mechanic or dealership to do the work, and you never have to wait for the payment. They pay them directly, so... Nothing out of your pocket. They also have 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. CarShield helped over a million customers. America's number one auto protection provider is CarShield. You can call them now and find out more information or sign up at 800-CAR-6000. 800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code BEC, or if you just go to CarShield.com, use the promo code BEC and you will save 10%. CarShield.com, promo code back a deductible may apply yeah, sub. Oh yeah sub. Put your hands uh, together It's good Friday you open up your scriptures for a minute and just look at the book of Isaiah, because Isaiah saw this day. He saw the hours that would lead into that dark night before the Sabbath. That Sabbath we now call Good Friday. Oh yes, and a good Friday it is, isn't it? Who's feeling good? Put your hands together. Cannot get an amen. You know, I was singing yesterday um, about Good Friday, and I was singing. You know, that is as out of place as eggs and Easter bunny. I don't understand Good Friday. At the at the first glance, at first blush. Good Friday has nothing good about it. Especially this Good Friday. But if you look at the original quote Good Friday, it is a day of pain and humiliation and death. I mean profound shame. I mean, here's the guy who we now know as the Christus or the anointed one. The king of kings and look at what look at his Good Friday not real good but when you think of king of kings and the anointed one the Christus, that sounds like something that you would want i mean that would be like hey who wants to be the anointed one i do and then (laughs) they're like okay here's what you need to do uh now i you know what where's that jesus guy he's pretty good Once you know the price, it's something that none of us would want. None of us would do. None of us could do. You know what? I wrote a book called The Christmas Sweater. And it's how I understand the sacrifice of Jesus, because my mother sacrificed everything to give me one last Christmas present before she died. And it was a sweater. And I didn't appreciate it at all. And uh, I realized how poor we were on that Christmas. And for a long time, that sweater haunted me because uh, I understood what it meant to her. And she noticed that it didn't mean anything to me. And I carried that guilt around with me for a long time and I couldn't get past it. It's weird how many times... How many what he did for us and how many times we still just reject it. We can't. We just don't think we're worthy. We just don't think that we're good enough. We just give up all hope. You know, I love I love Handel. I love the Messiah, but it's not a Christmas thing. I mean, part of it is a Christmas thing, but the hallelujah chorus isn't Christmas. You know, I've been thinking this week about and we like sheep have gone astray. That's that's leading up to Good Friday. If you look at Isaiah in chapter 53, open up your scriptures, uh, chapter 53. We sing this thanks to Handel every Christmas, but. It, and we like sheep have gone astray and we've each turned his own way, but he knew that. He knew that in advance. He, he knows it still. And that's what makes Good Friday so incomprehensible to me. He knew that most of us wouldn't be grateful. Some would still reject him. Those who knew chose his plan, we would reject him. We would despise him. We would mock him. We would nail him to a cross. And we still do it today. Look at our society. Look at what we're doing in our society. But he chooses us anyway. Listen to what he signed up for in Isaiah. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there's no beauty that we should desire him. I mean, this is... (laughs) Who's signing up for this job? This is a picture of a little fragile shoot that begins to bud. It's grown off the edge of a stump that's cut right to the ground. The huge tree is gone. There's nothing there. There's this tiny little tender sprout that could so easily just break away and die. And to make it even worse, the stump with its tender shoot is located in a dry desert, The chances of surviving the burning heat, the scorching noonday sun, no soil, no water, the chances of survival are slim to none. Hey, who wants that job? He's the opposite of the majestic oak that everybody's like, we cannot cut down that historic oak that has provided shade for our family for generations to come. He's a little shoot. He's got all the odds going against him. And yet when we when we look at it, we still don't see any beauty. It's not there because it doesn't conform to what the world says is beautiful or desirous. Isaiah says he's despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief and we hid our faces from him. He was despised and we didn't esteem him. That's a, You know what's amazing is reading that. Take the Jesus part out of it. We haven't changed a bit. It's easy to look at the people back then and go, yeah, look, they despised him. To the least of my brothers. Lord, when were you in prison? When, when, did, when were you hungry? When did I not give you to the least of these? Take that line and listen to that line again. Let me paraphrase it. But think about those people that we pass every day. Those people who are invisible to all of us. They're despised, rejected by everybody. They're people of suffering, familiar with pain. But we turn our face. We look the other way. They're despised. And we don't we don't care. That's what Isaiah is saying here. That's the way Jesus was. We didn't care. We're no better than those in the past. And it's not to shame us. I really want to point out. Why Good Friday is good. Because it is truly a miracle. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we didn't esteem him. Stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. You see. Surely he is born of Greece. It was our weakness that he caroed, carried It was our sorrows that weighed him down. It's the thoughts. We look at him and go, it's it's what he did. If you were back in that time, this is this a punishment from God or a punishment for his own sins or a punishment from the law? It's him. Yet he took on our sickness. He carried our pains And we regarded him as a criminal, a nobody, or worse, cursed and struck down by God, afflicted by God, because somehow he was. But he was wounded for our transgressions, our rebellion. He was bruised for our iniquities, our sins, our thoughts, our deeds, our broken promises, our greed, gluttony, cruelness. The darkness that we all hide, the things that we just don't care about, the people that we just are invisible, the people who are suffering right now in our own neighborhood, perhaps in our own house. But we don't do anything about it. I love this line. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. What does that mean? The chastisement of our peace was upon him. It, it, the brutal crucifixion, the the punishment that he took the beating the whipping it was the punishment for our peace and i don't mean peace like oh, peace on earth i mean peace inside the thing you know how at least it's me i think about things that i've done in the past or things that i've said or failed to do and i'll be driving in my car and the radio won't be on or up, taking a shower and i'll I, there are times that i'll have to go la 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 just to stop myself from thinking maybe it's just me that is peace when that voice stops that tape that's peace that's why he was punished so we wouldn't have to stand in the shower and go la 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 so we could stop thinking about the stupid things that we did with his broken skin his bruises his broken bones his pierced flesh with his stripes we are healed we are forgiven and the ugly the invisible the shame the horror Is all turned into something beautiful. A day of death and blood. The darkest day. Becomes the brightest. It becomes good Friday. Because nothing could ever surpass this good. I want to share this with you today. Because it's the best news I could share you. Because none of our stuff means anything. Honestly. Honestly. All of the arguments on politics. And are you done with that? Because I am. All of the worries that we currently have right now, all of the worries about our neighbors and, and about our children and what's going to happen with school and what's going to happen, all of that is meaningless. It really is if we don't have peace. And I know from experience the hardest one to forgive in our lives is us it's me it's you it's easier for me to forgive you for something than it is for me to forgive me for something and we're all the same but we never talk about it but we're all the same oh if people only knew what i've done or who i really am they wouldn't like me we hide we hide and i think We hide from ourselves many times because sin convinces us that we're not complete. We're not worthy. That's that is the lie that was nailed to the cross. That was it. That we're not complete. We're not worthy. He knew us. He knows us. He knew what we would face. He knew what he would face. And he still did it. I want you to listen to me if you are having struggles in your life right now if you are at all feeling unworthy at all if you are feeling that you are under this dark cloud you are listening to this broadcast for a reason I am speaking directly to you you are worthy your life doesn't have to be this way. Your life is not going to change necessarily. I'm, I've am i been there, brother. I. I was down on my knees and I was ready to end it all. And I decided, no, you know what? I'm going to stand up. And I wish I could tell you the very next day was different, but it wasn't. But today is 10 years ago was 20 years ago was. This happened to me 20 years ago, and I'm a completely different person. It takes work, but man, is it worth it. And it all revolves around what happened today and Sunday. He's there just to say, you're my man. You're you're here for a reason. I've already done. Don't worry about any of that. I've already paid for all of that all fine let it go i'm here to help you this power is real i know it to be true and it is beyond what no matter what you think no matter how far down you are it is more powerful than that it has power beyond your need and it will heal it will make you whole it will change your life Because you're worthy, because he knew he knew you, and we like sheep, and we like sheep. The best news I could give you today is this too shall pass. The sun's about to come out, and we get to witness it. Share that good news with your friends today. Our sponsor this half hour is Goldline. We are so grateful to Goldline. By the way, did you see gold went up again yesterday because of what the uh, because what the Fed did? It's Takovis. Oh jeez. Well, I'll tell you about the Fed here in a minute anyway. I know it's Takovis stop yelling at my ear. It's I know to- I'm, Glenn I'm, it's Takovis. My God Takovis. Uh all right, Takovis to God oh, for the love You know, I had Jesus in my heart there for a second, and Jesus has fled. He didn't see this one. He didn't see me working for you, Stu. Uh, All right, I want to talk to you about Tokovis. Takovas is a uh, is a company that built by two guys here in America. They are Texans. They love cowboy boots, real cowboy boots, but they were you know, they look at the price of cowboy boots. They're so expensive. If you want really good cowboy boots, really expensive. Well, that's because the real ones are made by hand. Well, how do you do that? Well, they found the way to be able to make these boots, make them in the traditional way, make them with 200 handmade steps and sell them to you directly. So they cut out the middleman. And so they're half the price of what a real Western boot is. And they are the quality boot. It's a pair of Tecovas boots. When you have a pair of these on your feet, man, it's a statement to you. Forget about the rest of the world. It's a statement to you. You're a person of integrity. Made from the finest leathers. I own a pair. You can, too. Find your pair at Tecovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash back. That's Tecovas dot com. Western goods for your frontier. Ten seconds. Station ID. Holy cow. Wow. Uh all right. We're having some internet problems today. Uh did that did
2: did any of the stuff that I just say make it on the air, Stu? Uh yes, it did make it on the air. Uh however, we're on a, we're having a significant delay issue with you at this moment, so uh our crosstalk is going to be a little challenging, but uh feel free to go ahead on your own. Could
0: everybody please just Stop talking uh, or using the Internet. Stop playing games on the Internet. We're trying to do a broadcast here for the love of Pete. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be interesting with such a long delay uh, to be able to hear the tones and, and everything else and uh, and get this right. But, uh, hey, it's Good Friday. It's Good Friday. Ain't nothing going to break a my stride. <laughs> see how I see on it there. I took a really bad song from the 80s and jammed it in. Uh I got a uh, an email in. I got we have to go through some of the emails cuz some of the emails are really uh really really good. Let me just give you one here from uh somebody who ordered the book. Glenn I pre-ordered your book Arguing with Socialists from Audible. And I was I was kind of disappointed at first with my decision to go with the audiobook because when I saw the book, I realized I'm missing out on all the extras until I started listening to it today. I just have to say that I'm on chapter two and I had to pause to write to you because it's one of the best books I have read already the book is full of so much information and your little pop-ins and ADD moments oh yes are amazing thank you well, it is Shakespeare it's, it's theater you know what I'm saying uh, you're making it so much fun to listen to I love this book and I love the narrations thank you for this great book I'm so glad we're getting really really good reviews on this book um, and it's A very, very important book uh, right now because we are being slammed by socialists. It's arguing with socialists. Uh, Grab it uh, today or tomorrow, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, Pick it up wherever you get your uh, books. Uh, Amazon, or if you find a bookstore that is open, <laughs> it's another person. You're really open. Uh, just grab your book, Arguing with Socialists, now wherever books this are sold. Is
1: the Glenbeck program.
0: All right the end is here the end is here i mean what i mean is the end of the crisis is coming soon sooner than you think i'll give you some news on that here in a second also bill o'reilly is coming up but if you're trying to sell your house right now you've uh, probably pulled maybe half your hair out uh what's happening but here's the good news. The end is near. Not every not everywhere is New York City. Lots of states and counties and towns in them are still largely business as usual, especially when it comes to things like buying and selling homes. So don't give up on your dream. There are all sorts of options available. There is the, the worst thing we could do is panic if you need to sell your house or you need to buy a new house because you're moving. uh. The people that can really help you are uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a company that I started about five years ago, and they are it's a free service to you. They are the best agents, we believe, in your area, uh, and we are there with you the whole time to make sure everything goes smoothly. It's going to be the best experience of buying or selling a house you've ever had. It's realestateagentsitrust.com, realestateagentsitrust.com.
2: Glenn Beck's arguing with socialists in bookstores now. You can buy it online, amazon.com or glennbeck.com. Oh,
0: yes, friends. Friends, uh, welcome to the program. We just got this special little person with us today. It's Pat Gray.
3: Hello, Pat. Hello, Glenn. (laughs) How are you? Good Friday. I'm good. I'm good on this good Friday. uh, I don't, I don't. hmm? doesn't sound like it. No. You sound grumpy as ever. Oh, man, I'm grumpier than probably normal. (laughs) I'm so done with this. I don't know. Something snapped at me last night, and I'm just done. I'm just done. I, I can't do it anymore. What is it what wait what snapped in you what i I'm just i i can't I can't take the fact that there're i mean people like Ezekiel Man- emanuel are pushing us to do eighteen more months of this and i I, 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 we can't last 18 more days with this and still have a country to come back to i'm just i'm done i just want to turn back the engine turn it back on and and let's let the chips fall god will sort it out that's kind of where i am <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow <laughs> we go back wow. to work
3: and let god sort it
0: out that's that's where wow. i am yeah i you know what i will tell you that uh <laughs> we can't continue to go on this way we, can't. we just can't uh, and i I know what that means, and I know look we 're in the age of you know non believing we 're in the age of of trouble mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know would have a good chance of dying if we would all go back to work if it you know it started roaring back in. And we're going it's it's here next fall. It's going to come back until we have a vaccine. It's going to come back. So what are we going to do about it? Are we all going to cower in our houses? Or are we going to we going to save something so our children have something in the end? Right.
3: I mean, that's really the choice. I mean, if we have to if we have to dress in hazmat suits to go to work, then let's do that. But let's go back to work. Let's let's get America moving again. And, and I think the president is doing exactly the right thing in continually encouraging that uh, he has to. Right. He has to. You can't just say, OK, yeah, we're fine for a while. We're just going to we're not going to maybe in September we get back to work. Maybe it's November. You know, we do a mail in election. I'm not doing a mail in. I'm going to the voting booth.
0: And if I get it, I get it. First of all, the voting booth. Wait a minute. First of all, a (laughs) mail-in election. There is another constitutional violation. Well, it is the state's responsibility, not the federal government. They have been wanting this forever. It's another taking of another constitutional parameter and throwing it across the the, uh, road. It. Absolutely not. We cannot do that. The states decide
3: themselves. How great was Christy Nome, the South Dakota governor, uh, yesterday or the day before, whenever she made that, uh, did that press conference? That, I mean, I fell head over heels in love with her over that. <laughs> me too. I was just can I tell you something? I,
0: I, I, let, me, let me tell you something. Uh, I can get pretty much anybody on the phone. You know, if, if mm-hmm. I call myself, I can get pretty much anybody on the phone. I called her yesterday and uh, we've been calling for weeks. I wanted to talk to her on the air. So I finally said, let me call because, you know, I can't get to the president, but I can get to the president's secretary right outside of the Oval (laughs) Office. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so so I call her up and they said, "Uh, who is this? And I said, it's Glenn Beck. And what do you want to talk to her about? She's very busy. I'm like, (laughs) well, I I know, but I, I just wanted to invite her on the show and I, okay, well, she's probably not going to call back. She's very, very busy. And at one point I was, I wanted to say it's South Dakota. You've got like four people that are sick. What is she doing? I, mean, I just want to talk to her for a second and invite her on the show. She is the, she's got the most Nazi staff. Good for her. I mean, they are so protective of her. I was beginning to think she didn't exist. I'm beginning to think because then they called back and they were like, "Uh, Mr. Beck, I just got this message. What is it you want to talk to the governor about? Because she's very busy. I'm like, "Okay, uh, I just I really I wanted to uh, say good job. I wanted to give her an opportunity to be on the show. Well, she's very, but doing what I want to know, <laughs> doing what?
3: <laughs>
2: this is a good way to get her on the show, yeah. uh, by the way. No, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I, I
0: love her. I, I felt the same way, Stu. I mean, Pat, I fell in love with her when I saw her, the way she's yep. handling this thing, the way she's talking about the Constitution of her state Who does and that? the
3: Constitution. Nobody. Right. Nobody. Right. Uh, I mean, it was it was inspiring. It was uh, a really good lesson for us because we, we don't hear that anymore. We don't hear that kind of talk, especially if there's anything going wrong. Well, we've got to we've got to bend the rules a little bit right now. We've got to set fire to part of the Constitution right now. We've got to suspend it for a little while. No, she's not doing any of that she's she's talking personal responsibility and our freedom that's great and this is this is where
0: america has got to get back to we have got to get back to look i understand that this could be detrimental to my health the health of my employees okay i'm gonna open things back up if you choose to come back into work Come back into work. We're going to do all of the safety procedures. We'll mm-hmm. get the masks. We'll wash our hands. We'll do everything we can. All of us know that there's a chance that things could go awry. But we have got to do it. 18 months. No way. We won't. I don't think we'll last another 18 minutes at I know. times. I, I know. mean, it, we have got to open this thing back up. And I, you know what? Pre- President Trump has the best gut on anyone I've ever seen. Uh, you know, how did he win the election? His gut. Mm-hmm. He just knew. He has a great gut on him. And when he said, you know, I'd like to shoot for Easter, he's right. This is the time if we opened up next Monday, we would roar back to life. I really think we could roar back to life. The longer it gets farther from Easter, the harder it's going to be. Mm -hmm. And look at look at his gut on, you know, he's not a doctor. Really? Look at his gut. He said, I think maybe we maybe around Easter. Look at all of the numbers. This is the worst ever. This is going to be the most tragic week ever. It's bad, but the numbers are going down. The numbers of hospitalizations are going down. The the numbers of death, yes, but
3: the numbers of hospitalizations are going down. Right. So we're going to turn the corner here soon, I think. Um, but right. you wait 18 months on this. In three weeks, <laughs> we've wow. lost 17 million jobs in 18 months yeah, you, what,
2: you'd have nothing left 18 months you're giving nothing. up there's no longer I mean, there's right. not even a nation there's not a country to, to come back to right yeah I mean yeah. It, you know 18 days is another story I think I mean like you're right Glenn the numbers are promising in places like New York and they're starting to turn around Washington um, yeah I mean uh, they, mm-hmm. they've come down I mean you're right obviously like we've the last three days have been the highest days I mean for the last three days coronavirus is the number one killer in America um so it's right. we're not certainly not right. past it it's bad uh, however uh, that being said like if we can get past this to a point right where It seems like tomorrow you could turn on South South Dakota and Wyoming. And there's no reason why this has to be this type of approach uh, where we're where we're all kind of going out of it. And I think, look, it's not. Trump doesn't have the power to say, hey, you guys all need to shut down. He's given recommendations uh, to to limit gatherings to less than 10 to social distance, to stay home when you can, uh, all that stuff. And the states can, though, do what they want. And I think in the coming weeks, you'll start seeing that from states that are not having big issues. And then once that happens, they're just going to have to monitor it really closely. I mean, if we can get that place to the place where we have a test that is done in 15 minutes, that's been promised for the last couple of weeks. It is right around the corner, apparently. When you have that, you can really start looking at this and monitoring. If something does happen, a breakout happens, you can just Handle that rather than saying mm-hmm. everybody in the nation can't do anything because there's a breakout in this city. Yeah, it can't be handled that it way. Can't be. It can't be. And by the way, that's even the Imperial College model specifically says it shouldn't be handled that way. It should, it specifically says it should be handled. Uh, it says by the state. It actually mentions by the state in the U.S. Um, and and that those policies will be far more efficient. Right. Like so Mm -hmm. I can understand like what we've done so far because we didn't know we don't know where this is going and we want to be careful and we need to have tests. We didn't have tests when this all started. We need to make sure we're buying ourselves a little time here. I get it. The cost has been very large for buying that time. But this is this is a point where we can open up certainly areas that aren't having issues you know i mean like the fact mm-hmm. that somebody is sitting in the you middle know, of just a field in in idaho uh and you know is wondering why they can't go to work is is is
3: ridiculous crazy. Yeah, it's crazy
0: so here's the here's the thing that i think nancy pelosi sh- sh- really is i mean the democrats are killing themselves they're just killing themselves right now because americans want to go back to work americans know what is at stake and it's their jobs nancy pelosi came out yesterday and said uh she's not going to call congress back from recess to vote on anything and beyond that she says that there is no data to support the influx of emergency cash, there's no data that uh, the small businesses of America need additional funding. God. What? Wow. <laughs> There's no data. There's no there's no data to close the entire country down, but we're doing it. And if you think there's no data, you are so out of touch with Main Street America. We've lost 10 percent of the workforce in three weeks. Who do you think? Do you think the banks are, are suffering right now? The banks have their money. They've gotten their money. The Fed raced that money out. Most people have not received a dime yet from the government. And there's a story in the Atlantic that you have to you have to watch out for. We'll talk about it. Um, The uh, I think it's Denmark has decided to pay 70 percent of all salaries. So 70 or 75 percent of all salaries going to be paid no matter how much for the next uh, no, up to fifty or sixty thousand dollars. Okay, yeah, and they'll pay seventy, seventy or seventy-five percent of all salaries for everybody. Wow! Uh, just for the next, I think it's two months. It's two point two trillion dollars, and they're going to Ooh. do it indefinitely. And this is being touted yeah. now. Uh uh-huh, As long as they're close and as long as they're struggling and th- this is being touted now as maybe a bad idea for a small country like Denmark, uh, but for
3: a country like America, yeah. something we really should consider for are you kidding me? No, because because if we have to cut down every tree in the world, all three trillion of them just to manufacture enough paper to get the cash printed. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. We're only limited by the amount of trees on this planet. Let's just know. <laughs> you spend know what all you want? We'll we just couldn't, print more.
0: We couldn't. Somebody was telling me yesterday they, they saw a study uh, of how long it would take us to print the money we've just spent. We wouldn't be able to print this money. Uh, until next year we would still be printing the money that we just spent we don't have to print it that's the problem there's no way physically to print this amount of money that we have just spent all right back in just a second Right now, Americans are in the fight for their lives, some trying to politicize the crisis. Most of us are sticking together as family because that's what we are. We're an American family. We don't always get along with each other. We might fight like siblings sometime, but we are family. And I will fight for your right to be wrong. I will fight for your right to have a difference of opinion uh, because that's what family does. Well, nearly a decade ago, Patriot Mobile was uh, uh, founded by freedom-loving Americans, some vets, and... uh they really built this company based on the values uh, of the Constitution. They support, you know, pro-life measures, Second Amendment, religious freedom causes. And they take a portion of their profits and they donate it. So every phone call that you make actually is going to support the things you believe in, which is the exact opposite of all of these other phone companies. They are funding abortions. They're funding uh, uh anti-Second Amendment stuff, uh, anti-free speech stuff. What are you doing? We've got to stop funding these things every phone call we make. So I want you to join now. Patriot Mobile, you're going to get the same great service. In fact, the service people, the personnel are all Americans and they're great. And you're going to have better service on that. Um, Reduced pricing now from patriot mobile they know times are tight if you open a new line of service plans start as low as 25 dollars with an unlimited plan for only 55 call patriot mobile right now and switch 972 patriot 972 patriot or go to patriot com slash beck use the promo code back and you get free activation plus a free gift it's
2: PatriotMobile.com
0: slash Beck.
2: Arguing with Socialists, the new book from Glenn Beck. Get it now on Amazon or wherever books are sold.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is coming up next. Uh, I asked him to watch The Tiger King, um, and he did. And I know because uh, he has already spoken about it and he 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 found no redeeming value in that at all. Uh, I wonder, I mean, what does Bill do for fun, do you suppose? That's
2: a good question. I've never heard him discuss fun. (laughs) I think today our goal is to get him to discuss fun like
0: that, too. We need to ask him, could we just discuss fun? What, is, what does it mean to you to have fun? What 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 is fun to you?
2: Yeah, I don't think there's, a, he's, there's an answer to this, uh, <laughs> frankly. I don't think... <laughs> forthcoming. It may be the one question that will stump him. It just might be.
0: Uh, so we'll, uh, we'll go to Bill O'Reilly, get his uh, take on the news of the week, where we are as a nation, this crazy socialist push uh, to keep us closed, and to... Uh, I mean, it's crazy to think closed for for 18 months. Zeke Emanuel. That's mm. craziness. Why? Uh, why is he suggesting it? Socialized medicine, socialism, guarantee.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: All right, new year deserves a new pair of Takovis boots. Start strong with that feeling of confidence and comfort that only comes with a real high-quality pair of Western boots. Even if you've never worn cowboy boots before, Takovis has the perfect pair for you. Takovis boots—they're made to honor the cowboy in all of us. And I don't care where you live, there is a part of you that's cowboy, honorable in your daily dealings, authentic in the way we live, committed to the ideals that built the greatness that is America. And every pair is handmade with. High quality full grain leathers by world class bootmakers with no shortcuts or compromises ever. The styles are classic and handsome up any room they're in, and when you wear your Tecovis, I mean you shouldn't kick down any doors, but it's good to know that you probably could. Tecovis—they haven't forgotten about Middle America. Instead, they cut out the middleman, so you pay a fair price. Plus, free shipping and exchanges makes it simple. So find your pair at Tecovis.com/back. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com/back. Tecovis Western Goods for New Front.
1: The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment.
0: Well, hello, America. It's Friday, which means Mr. Bill O'Reilly is next in one minute.
1: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: Somewhere in America, within the sound of my voice, there is a man leaning over a work table using a small knife just to whittle at that chunk of wood and bring out the shape of that toy that hides inside. He whistles softly to himself, old but nimble fingers, communing with the very art form itself as they dance, mere feet away from the ironic sign that hangs in his toy shops as, never worked a day in my life. Sure, maybe there's a few that worked harder, but when you love something you do, it's not hard to say it's not really work, and have a sense of integrity. Beneath his table, the old man's feet tap to the tune he's whistling, and they tap in comfort. They tap in style, because his feet are clad in a pair of Tacovis boots. They tap with the same kind of integrity that he has himself, made with the finest leathers, made by hand, no less. He's an artist. These were made by artists. 200 handmade steps. He smiles, looking down at the very opening phase of his creation. Yeah, 200 handmade steps. That sounds about right to him. Find your pair of Tecovis boots right now. T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. Tecovas dot com slash Beck. Western goods for your frontiers. Alright, Mr. Bill O'Reilly, you sick freak. Welcome uh, welcome to the program, sir.
4: Yes, I, I heard the words uh, humility and uh, jocularity. I, I, I really appreciate that kind of uh, an intro. You no,
0: know, that's what that's not what I fun and frivolity, not ah. two words that I think of with when I think of Bill O'Reilly. But Whoa, what maybe that's humility? just me not one that leaps right to the top no not necessarily but i'm sure it's in there somewhere no Mm -hmm. no 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 (laughs) um so bill I read your review of the uh, Tiger King, but I, I want you to give it here uh, on the air at, at some point. So we can either start there or whatever you think is uh, w- uh, newsworthy today. What is the no, what's
4: let's, the let's big end story end of the week? The ti- let's end with the Tiger yeah. King. But I have all a question right. for all your listeners. Um, yeah. They can think about until we get there. What ah. is America's fascination with mm. the low rent district i mean why are we watching the real housewives
0: oh i i I can tell you why you do really don't know why really because we feel better about ourselves We feel better about it. We look at social media and everybody's posting these beautiful lives and everything else. And it's all lies. It's all lies. But we feel bad about it. Then we watch the Tiger King and we're like, oh, we're better than everybody in this show. This is fantastic. I am. I am finally better than someone. That's what it
4: is. You know, that's not bad, Beck. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you. into that a little bit. But, I, yeah. I, you know, how many tattoos can we see in, in one, uh, you know, one program? <laughs>
0: I can't wait for your review. All, All right, right. Bill O'Reilly, what are the big stories of the week?
4: Well, I think it's the uh, emerging war Um, And again, this always goes back to the same thing between the far left, which lost their leader, Bernie Sanders, this week, and uh, trying to destroy the American system. Uh, It's not... Uh, just a hate trump thing it is for the new york times washington post the media that it's almost exclusively a hate trump thing there but for the the far left the george soros cadres it's about really destroying and then remaking america Mm -hmm. and they're trying to find a way to do that um within the pandemic so if they can destroy the capitalist economy which in the short term is being badly battered, as everyone knows. But if they can really damage it in a long-term way, it's going to be a lot easier for the next Bernie Sanders to get this socialism uh, into the system. So I think that's the emerging story that most people are not aware of.
0: I I will tell you, Bill, that um, uh, I'm really... I'm really disgusted by so many people and how they are using this pandemic to try to, as you said, destroy America. Uh, you you have people now talking about 18 months of quarantine. There is absolutely no way on God's green earth any country can survive 18 months of quarantine. It's insanity. And they're doing it because this is the fastest road to socialism this this is it this is it this is the thing that i've worried about and warned about for so long it just came in a package of a virus
4: yeah and uh you know you and i are uh, simpatico or the day for stew um on this so there is a uh, powerful segment well funded um that has uh, co-opted some in the media to get the message out that our healthcare system is evil which is of course isn't true if you look at uh, deaths per million of population we're far below all the socialized we name.
0: are leading the world we are leading the world the the cure will come from us the tra- the yes. tests are, have come from us everything that socialized medicine stands for Italy and Spain are collapsing. They're collapsing. We didn't.
4: That's right. And the other thing is that uh, the speculation and I keep telling my uh, listeners and my viewers, why are you watching these cable news programs and network news programs when all you're getting is speculation? Just as you said, well, we're going to be quarantined for 18 months. Do you know and does your do your listeners know that on Monday, the day after Easter, Austria is sending its children back to school. Mm-hmm. Did you know that? I did, yes. Okay, okay. But most people don't. Would you
0: see that right. most people don't know that? Oh, yeah. no, Most people have no idea.
4: Okay, because it isn't reported. So right. Austria, just north of Italy, sharing a border with Italy, okay, is saying, all right, we believe we have this thing contained. We're sending the kids back to school, and we're opening the shops So if you want to get a little chocolate on Monday (laughs) in Austria, you can. Uh But that's not reported here. Same virus, okay? Same transmission in Austria as in the United States. But nobody reports this because it doesn't fit in to the wall of doom mosaic.
0: I have to tell you, Bill, I think it's actually worse than just not reporting on things for instance, the the governor of uh, South Dakota i'm sure you've seen her talks that she's been giving on the constitution and you know how she's not going to violate the constitution for this she's keeping the state open there are about five governors in the country that are refusing to go along with any of this nonsense she's leading the pack and they are hammering her they are
4: just bullying her sure because this um pandemic offers the opportunity to remove Trump. So if he doesn't get a handle on it by summer, then the... Uh, The odds are that he would lose, because the way Americans vote is emotional. It always has been that way. It's always an emotional vote for president. And the uh, rationale is, well, we'll give the other side a chance. If the kids can't go back to school by September, oh, my God, the Trump administration's in trouble. They know that. If there are just millions and millions of workers who can't pay their bills, my God. So they're rooting. They're rooting. Um, to get trump out if you could lie detector beck if you could lie detector the media the national media and ask him a very simple question because i am a very simple man which is worse the pandemic or four more years of trump what do you think you would get what answer do you think you would get
0: oh four more years of trump
4: okay oh absolutely you have those people and this is the New York Times, Washington Post, NBC News, CNN, that are going to spin everything about the pandemic. It's Trump's fault, and it's a wall of doom. And then you have the other people that we just cited, the Soros socialist people that are saying, OK, now we can suspend all civil liberties. Now we can tell people what to do. Now we can change the economy. Now we can do all this under the guise of protecting Americans under the guise, and you know, it's the Reichstag fire on steroids, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go into that, mm-hmm. okay, but that's what this is if you know your history, and so those of us who love our country, who admire the nobility of it and the opportunity that it affords hard-working and honest people, I'm appalled at what's going on. But I'm also appalled that American consumers continue to go in and watch this garbage. My TV is black. And the final thing, and this is self serving, and I'm sorry, I have had millions of views. I don't know whether you saw the New York Post this week, millions of views on BillO'Reilly.com. Millions since this pandemic began. Because I don't do speculation, this is a no spec zone like the no spin zone. I just give you the facts as far as we can ascertain them. But that's not what's happening in the media in America. And people are panicked. People are acting crazy in some cases because of all this garbage.
0: Well, there is there are two Americas now. There are the ones that are buying into this uh, snitch on your neighbor kind of thing. And I want the government to tell me everything and what to do. Uh, And then the the rest of America, which is this is ridiculous. I actually think, Bill, that this uh, this pandemic is real and it is dangerous. But I think the way we've handled it. Um, By shutting everything down and and going, you know, as you say, Reichstag fire uh, and and in some places really very totalitarian where you're sending police door to door. I think that is going to spook many Americans. This is exactly what happened under Woodrow Wilson, as you know, when he sent out his his stormtroopers. We had a quarter of a million people that had badges and they were working for the Justice Department and they were to open your neighbor's mail, listen to your neighbor on the phone, find out who our enemies are that don't want this war. Um, and they arrested 145,000 Americans in about a two-year period. It was disgraceful, and it, it sent uh, the uh, left packing because regular Americans saw what this was turning into and
4: went, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not who we are. And that might happen this time. I mean, this this could very, very well backfire. And you saw him blow up. You saw him blow up. I mean, this maniac uh, screaming that uh, we can't have a private health care system here. And the stats are right in front of you, right in front of you. You can see how much more effective, as you just pointed out, uh, our health care system is than that in Europe. You can see it. Yet this maniac, Sanders, still Won't concede still, because that's a way to control the population through their health care. All right. If you're dependent on the government for your health, you got to do what your government tells you to do. But getting back to the pandemic, I mean, we have people I I was walking uh, the terror dog, Holly, the terror dog, who has three million Twitter followers, if you can believe it. So I'm walking Holly, the terror dog. And then um, across the street, there's a, a, a lady with a mask walking uh, some dachshund or something. So I'm about 12 feet away, not six. I'm fine. I don't have a mask other than when I rob a 7-Eleven. I, I do use the mask for that. Right, um, right. But I say to her, madam, how are you? I'm fine. And then I hear a muffled. What's that?" All right. And I go, <laughs> uh, can I ask you just a question? What, what is that protecting you from in the open air on a lane where there's no other people? And it was like silence. What is it protecting you from? Um, and of course, the lady doesn't know. And the lady is so scared to death that she feels she has to wear a mask to walk the and when there's nobody around. But if you say that, you're going to be crucified unless you say this is a vicious disease. And it is because nobody knows how it spreads. It's not defined. No one knows. I have people who've gotten this thing. They have no blanking clue how they got it. They stayed inside. They did what they could. They sprayed themselves with Lysol all day long, and they still get it. They still get it. So this is, that's fear. When you don't know, all right, when it's going to hit you or why, that's fear. So we have to take that. But, here, Beck, here's the headline for the Glenn Beck program on Good Friday. Are you ready? Yes, The Disney Corporation, which controls most of America, people don't know that, but the most powerful entity in America isn't the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. It's the Disney Corporation. They signal this week what's going to happen. Iger, on his way out with, what, $3 billion, said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to take everybody's temperature that comes to our park. Mm -hmm. So when you go to Disney World or Disneyland, you're going to buy your ticket, and then there'll be a guy, just like there is with the airlines, checking your bags and you, with a little thermometer thing. And if you have a fever, you can't come in. If you don't, they'll let you in. That's going to be everywhere. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Even your local restaurant.
0: yeah, okay. Microsoft Microsoft has already developed something that will set off alarms if you—it just will scan you as you walk in through the door, just like a camera, and it'll scan you. If you have a fever, it'll set off an alarm. They've also uh, developed something where if you're not wearing a mask, it will set off an alarm, and they're using Whatever those the now.
4: AP, right. Yeah, it, Disney signals, Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, we're going to open our parks, and this is what's yep. going to be. The problem is you pay so much money for your ticket at Disney, that'll give you a fever. I know, I, mean, I you're know. You're paying so much money, <laughs> it's $2,000 to get in, so you're, you're your fever's $105,000. <laughs> All right. Bill O'Reilly,
0: in just a minute, we'll continue with him. Let me tell you about Gold Line. Gold has just gone up. Again, prices have spiked because the Federal Reserve continues to throw more money into the financial system. Uh, they just yesterday said they're going to provide up to $2.3 trillion in loans for all businesses impacted by the growing uh, COVID 19 pandemic. Um, I I don't know if this is small businesses or what. I'm guessing that it's probably not. The Federal Reserve is that we literally, literally could not print this money fast enough if we actually had to print it. Just what we spent in the first bill, it would take us until next year to put that on the presses and get it out. That's how much money we are actually Digitally printing right now. They just said another two and a half trillion dollars. They're just going to print. That's why gold is going up. Why? Because the full faith in the U.S. government to, to be able to say that that dollar is worth something is 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 fading quickly with anyone who has any kind of sense of history and economics. Please, I've been urging you for a long time, please call Goldline now. I don't know. I'm bad at timing, but I will tell you this in my lifetime, and I think sooner rather than later, the U.S. dollar is non-existent as we know it. It's over. This has been the Rubicon that I think we've crossed. So please have something of value. Goldline at goldline.com, goldline.com. They're waiting for your phone call now at one goldline one goldline Call them right now. We pause for 10 seconds. Station ID. Bill O'Reilly, what are your thoughts on Nancy Pelosi saying that there's no data that says that the small businesses in America need uh, uh, more money?
4: How long we got? We got, what, two minutes?
0: Yeah, we have about three.
4: All right. So Nancy Pelosi doesn't know anything. That's where you start. (laughs) All right. She doesn't know anything. It's like somebody coming here from um, Botswana. Uh, doesn't speak English, Uh, they just arrived, they just don't know. Um, And then you get the same level of comprehension from Nancy Pelosi. All she wants to do is use this pandemic to jack up government spending, to provide entitlements to her constituents. That's it. There's no other discussion from Nancy Pelosi. She leads the movement of, we are gonna be a socialist country. That's what she does. Meanwhile, she lives in a palace surrounded by walls so she doesn't have to see the homeless people that are camped out in her district because they're addicted to substance, which she won't even acknowledge. So when I hear the words, Nancy Pelosi, I basically say, why are we even discussing this woman? She's not looking out for anybody. She's looking out for an ideology.
0: Have you heard the Ami Horowitz uh, tape? No. What is that? Okay. Uh, Ami Horowitz is a documentary filmmaker. He's he's really amazing. Um, but he went out on the street um, and he asked people, um, uh, which would you rather have? A lot of people die from this or Donald Trump another four years? There you go. And the number of people on the street that say there's no number of deaths that would be worse than donald trump for the next four I know. years I know. is remarkable is remarkable and
4: why and has that happened that's exactly attributed to the media isn't it yes isn't it yes i mean look i wrote the book the united states of trump it's not a pro-trump it's not an anti-trump it's just about the guy he's not the devil You may not like him. That's fine. You don't want to vote for him. I don't care. All right. But you're telling the people he should die so he doesn't serve anymore? I mean, come on. I mean, this is the extent of the hysteria that's gripped our country.
2: All right, Glenn uh, will be back here in just a moment. Uh, Bill O'Reilly as well. Uh, The book for Glenn is arguing with socialists. It's in bookstores now. And of course, you should subscribe at billoreilly.com. Billoreilly.com will be back in just a second.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: All right. We all have to stick together in this big old mess. You know, now is the time of loving your neighbor as yourself, even if you have to do it from at least six feet away. And you're seeing this attitude crop up now in a lot of places. If you notice, a lot of restaurants aren't charging delivery fees right now. A lot of people are going to their local restaurant just to get takeout, um, even though they don't necessarily need it. They're just doing it to support. Norton is part of our community and Norton has been protecting us online forever. And right now they're giving away six months of Norton family for free. They've never done this before. They're doing it because they know we're all sitting here. We're all online. We are so exposed. Our kids are online more than ever before. And this will help monitor your kids online activities, block Internet sites that they don't need to see. Check on the websites, the search terms, the videos, everything that they're doing downloading it helps you see into what is happening in your family they're doing it for six months for free you don't have to have any payment information uh, norton.com slash family they know this product is good they know when you can afford it you'll buy it norton.com
2: slash family get it for free right now and go to blaze tv.com you can use the promo code glenn and you're gonna get the biggest savings we've ever had 30 bucks off at blaze tv.com slash glenn
0: This is the Glenbeck program. Welcome to it. It is Friday, which means Mr. Bill O'Reilly is with us. I want to play a little bit of this Ami Horowitz uh, man on the street encounter where he's asking people, you know, which which is worse, a lot of people dying or, or Donald Trump in office another four years. Listen to this.
2: I'm Ami Horowitz. I'm here in the East Village. We know the president is not exactly popular here, but how unpopular is he? Would you go for this deal that the coronavirus lasts longer and is more severe, but the president guarantees to lose the election?
3: That's a hard question. So, that's a hard question.
2: I don't know. That's a hard choice to make. Sorry, guys. I would go for the longer virus. I want him gone. Okay, no matter what. No matter what, yeah. Would you make that deal? Sure. Sure. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, yep. Yeah? Yep. Frankly, yes. Tell yeah. Yeah. You make that deal? Absolutely. Do you take that deal? I would. Absolutely. Yeah, let the coronavirus be more severe.
0: I'd much rather he himself got it, in. but he's more dangerous to American
2: people. He's more dangerous to the American people than coronavirus. He's worse than coronavirus? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He's more dangerous than the coronavirus? Absolutely. You agree? Yeah. Yep. Is there a number where you say, okay, I wouldn't make that deal, like a million deaths?
3: I would still make that deal. Still make that deal? Yep.
2: Is there a number Stop. coronavirus? This is
0: insane. This is absolutely insane. Bill, what has happened to people?
4: Well, I mean, you're, you're talking to people who aren't rational. All right, those are not rational people. And if you were to ask the follow-up, well, what is the one thing about Trump that justifies your opinion that other people should die um, so that he doesn't continue to serve? Give me the one thing, over-the-top thing. They couldn't do it. If you step back and you look at what Trump has done in his time in the Oval Office, he hasn't really done anything radical at all. Nothing. He's governed in a very circumspect, um, traditional way. Now, you may not agree with his policies and his bomb. He's done some things. He's done some things that are radical.
0: For instance, the the uh, the embassy in Jerusalem. I mean, that's that's that's, no, it's not to a lot of people. That's very controversial. I don't think it is.
4: It's an it's a logistical opinion. It's not radical. Radical is um, the government is going to take all your guns. That's radical. Or the government is going to tell you how much money you can make every hour.
0: You know, Bill, I have to... I have to tell you, um, the, one of the things that I said during the campaign is uh, I, I believe I even said that we would hit a depression uh, in the fourth year of of Donald Trump. Uh, right before the election, we would go into a depression and this guy would make uh, FDR look like a rookie. He would just be all government control. This is the last thing that was uh, was a fear of mine on Donald Trump. And the way he has handled this is not the way of FDR. Yes, he's got big spending out there, but he shut the economy off um, and he knows he had to spend that money. But he has not taken any federal control. He has not taken the Constitution and turned it upside down. It's everything that they said he Was going to become, and I feared he might in this kind of a circumstance, he has not become. He's not done it. In fact, the left is doing it.
4: The executive orders that he issues are 80% upheld by the federal courts. 80% are upheld. So the things that he's doing are well within the Constitution, and they're not radical, right or left. Obama mm-hmm. was a much more radical president than Donald Trump. So we go back to what are these people objecting to? What What is the problem with a president that you would say, I'm okay with people who are dying so that he doesn't continue to serve? What is that? They, they could not define it for you.
0: What happens, and Bill, if one of my
4: people who are in the Lion King? Or the tiger thing, whatever
0: it is. <laughs> Hang on, I want to. I want to get to that, but I want to ask yeah. you one more thing. Yeah. Um, what happens if one of my fears is that there will be a a bad scene on the border uh, because Mexico's system will collapse if they, you know true. they did nothing to quarantine and it will collapse and they will pour over our border
4: to get they our won't. our health care. They're not. Getting the, they won't. The wide. army's already down there. All right. It, it wasn't widely reported. But they've already moved uh, many, many troops down there. And they're going to just seal it out. And you can only enter through the ports of entry in vehicles. That's the way it's going to come down. So the Trump administration already knows that's going to happen. They're out in front of it. And the Army is going to handle it, not the civil authorities.
0: And the press, of course, will go crazy on that. But I think the American people will see that as... It'll I agree. No I agree. Traction. I agree. Nothing. I agree. Okay. All right. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, Tiger King. I asked you last week to watch the Tiger King, and you are the last person in the uh, the country that probably has watched it, and uh, the last person in the country that would watch it. Yeah, that's Welcome.
4: true. Tell and me I about did it. it. I did it for you, Beck. So on this I weekend, I want I you to appreciate that the Wow, Jesus
0: laid his life game. down and. And you watched The Tiger King.
4: Wow. Yeah, I thought it was The so Lion Christ-like. King, but then I can tell the difference between yeah, a lion no. and a tiger. So, oh, this, is a, this isn't The Lion King. All right, here. Right, okay. It a quick review. Number one, um, I like people with teeth so that a lot <laughs> of the people, I was frightened because they didn't have any teeth. And I okay. remember when I was a kid, I had braces and I, I, I suffered so I could have nice teeth. And they don't have mm. any teeth. All right. Right. Okay. So my question okay. was, uh, are there no dentists in Texas or Oklahoma, wherever he was? All right. I don't
0: See, know. See, that's, you know, that's, it's really interesting because my thought was uh, maybe they were all British. Uh, yeah, but no, they, it, it, it appears all that they were. All
4: day. Okay. Yeah. No, I think so that's. I think it's I don't probably. They don't have any teeth because the Tigers have teeth, but the yeah. humans don't.
0: Okay. Tigers aren't smoking crack, I think, is so then, uh, probably why. The
4: guy who is the focus of the show, all right? Joe. Yeah, this guy, he uh, he's a strange guy, all right? Now, that's not unusual, hmm. but I thought I was watching The Walking Dead, all right? Because that's what <laughs> they do. They put strange guys, and strange guys chase regular right. guys all right. over. That's The Walking right. Dead. Right, right. But no, no. He's a trainer of some kind. All right, this guy, um, <laughs> Joe Exotic. Right? Is that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Do you know? I don't know what ethnicity Exotic is. Is that Czechoslovakian? What is that? Uh,
0: no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure. Probably foreign in some way. Yeah.
4: All right. So right away, I'm suspicious of, of this guy. All right, because he looks like you know he just got out of San Quentin, which. As the show evolves, he is in San Quentin. The guy's in jail. <laughs> All right? right. Yeah. So now, yeah. So now I'm going, okay, he's in jail. I feel more comforted that he's not going to come to my house with Tiger.
0: Right, right. Yeah. But then
4: as I watch, a, then there's a woman, and the woman doesn't like this guy. And then there's a South Carolina guy who doesn't like either of them. And then I'm going, gee, I missed
0: major league baseball right <laughs> so let me ask you this which one how many how many episodes do you watch just one yeah Beck, i'm not even for yeah, i know i know anymore i'm sorry no i know i, I know I know, I know i know That's the one I mean. no i know I, I, mean. I know uh so uh so the 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 first one which one were you more afraid of joe Carol or the guy in North Carolina, which one did you think was the bigger of the freak shows?
4: I'm more afraid of the woman because apparently right? her husband disappeared. Did you know that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we
4: know. Can't find yeah, no, the,
0: all of America is, Bill. All of America is aware of that. Uh, they <laughs> I just had the okay. sheriff on of Hillsborough County. They are looking for more clues. Anybody who has any clues uh, because he's absolutely convinced it was murder. He's not saying she did it, but somebody murdered him.
4: Yes, I would I would my first stop would be the Everglades, okay? If you're looking yeah, for that right. guy. And then you'd be, right. bring a lot of shovels because he's deep somewhere. So yeah. just yeah. rejecting out, I'm more afraid of her. All right, cuz I could beat right. Joe Exotic. I could trash him. The other guy in South Carolina, I don't know what he's doing. But this woman, I mean, you know, this is, uh, you know, when I'm asleep, I I would fear her. (laughs) I have a feeling
0: she'll take that as a badge of honor. Uh, Bill O'Reilly, thank you very much. Next week, we're going to ask Bill to define what fun is and (laughs) how he has fun. Uh, We're not sure that. Hey, happy Easter, Bill. Thank you so much. God bless. (laughs)
5: <laughs>
0: that oh that was just that's that's just worth the price of admission you know what i mean that's worth being his friend for all these years just to force him to watch the tiger king he must have gone crazy watching can you imagine bill o'reilly in his home with his dog watching the tiger king can you imagine the conversation between him and his dog uh no
2: i, mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> it seems very very difficult to understand how that would go. Oh. I am I understand why he's not going to watch more of it but I I wish he would. I would like to hear his entire oh. expansive theory if, on this on this uh, universe. If he
0: took it seriously, can you imagine how big the audience would be to hear Bill O'Reilly <laughs> go into detail on joe the tiger king
2: oh my gosh it would be enormous it would be enormous, it's, it would be enormous. S- it's a solid podcast uh you yeah. know a, a watch uh, each episode and then review uh each episode oh I would, my gosh oh yeah man oh
0: i'd pay money for that yeah. i joined billoreilly.com for that <laughs> for that alone all right let me tell you about Rectech grills Rectech, man these are the best these are the best this is direct to consumer pricing And they've crossed that with the kind of passion and ingenuity needed to take a product way above what the mere, you know, normal manufacturing call of duty is. Rectech grills are uh, I don't want to mention other products, but I know my father in law has a has a grill. He says it's the best grill made. And I'm telling you, Vinny, when you come down, you'll see the difference Uh, you're going to you'll spend just as much money if not more on one of these really fancy nice grills there is nothing that compares to a RecTech, and the reason why is they cut the middleman out and so they can put that money into the product and they are fantastic i don't i don't know how to smoke and i would have never bought a smoker because i'm not somebody that's going to you know watch it all day and everything else i don't have to it's all automatic i set the it's like an oven i set the temperature it smokes i put the meat in i can go to their website and they've got all kinds of um, recipes and everything else they tell you how to do everything it is the grill for dummies and it is a grill that oh when it's just when it's just the cockroaches that survive It'll be the cockroaches and me because I'm going to be hiding in my rec Tech grill. This thing isn't going anywhere built by grillers for grillers. It is fantastic. Check it out online right now. R-E-C-T-E-C. Uh, Grills, with an S, dot com. That's RecTechGrills.com.
2: Don't forget, Glenn Beck's new book, Arguing with Socialists, is
5: out now.
1: You can be in the private sector and be a democratically socialist business. And you
5: need
2: it now more than ever. Economic rights are human rights. It's the follow-up to his New York Times bestseller, Arguing with Idiots. Same people, new facts.
1: Tax rates as high as 60 or 70%.
2: And new laughs.
1: You should be
3: contributing...
2: More. Or gasps.
1: Tippy tops. Get it
2: now on Amazon. Arguing with Socialists from Glenn Beck.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
0: This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, if you're watching here on uh, Blaze TV, you're seeing the cutest little picture. Of my daughter, uh, Hannah. Uh, And her daughter, Lorelai, my granddaughter, and three little puppies that they have just rescued. Uh, My daughter needs psychological help. She's now a six dog owner. Six. (laughs) It's like the cat lady, except with dogs. Uh, Anyway, Uh, but she's actually only foster parenting these dogs because while I read that like Chicago and places like that, people are adopting dogs, which is really kind of bad because then they're going to go back to work and what's going to happen to the dog. I, mean, I hope people are thinking this through in other places around most of America, they're putting dogs down left and right right now because uh, there's nobody adopting them. Uh, and these puppies she just rescued. Where'd you rescue these?
1: Um, through code red rescue. It's in the Dallas area. And what they do is they work with um, a typical animal
5: shelter that does have to euthanize dogs and they take out, their dogs that are at high risk of being euthanized and try to rehome them so we have their mama with us right now and her three pups um she started with six beautiful puppies and we thought we were going to be a do- uh, fostering all of them but they didn't make it out three of them didn't make it out of the shelter um so we are they're going to be with us until the puppies are old enough to find a new a new home and then they'll be adopted out to a, a forever home
0: okay and this one has to be the one i'm holding right now has got to go with the name meatloaf uh i just think he looks like a little meatloaf but they are so beautiful so beautiful so if you are somebody that can be a foster parent for these dogs in in covid uh times you should call your your uh, animal shelters around and see because there are some real problems with people adopting dogs they're just not doing it right now uh and uh and you know they're dogs and uh, not cats, so it's okay to adopt them. If you had six cats, if you had six cats, I wouldn't. I would call the police. I would call the police. Uh, thank you, Hannah. I love you.
2: Uh, there had to be so, some anti-cat some- propaganda in there somewhere. Yeah, we should find homes. Maybe could we could we find homes for these guys on the air? Maybe in the next
0: few weeks. Okay, good. So if you want to adopt Meatloaf and keep his name Meatloaf. It could be yours. (laughs) We'll tell you more about it uh, coming up. Uh, Back in just a second with our Easter message.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey there welcome back to the four minute buzz today we've been looking at the newest episode of the Glenn Beck podcast as we've covered in the last two hours this week Turning Point USA's Charlie Kirk sat down to ask Glenn about his new book arguing with socialists the book breaks down the biggest socialist claims and gives real winning arguments that conservatives can make and it does so in a clear way that even your kids can understand in this preview Glenn reads an example from the last chapter of the book
0: It's the last chapter in the book, uh, Free Markets, Free People, and Prosperity. Um, When was the last time you went to the grocery store and just stood in awe about how truly amazing these modern marvels really are? Meats, breads, fruits, cheeses, green things vegetables uh, as far as the eye can see and the Twinkies oh the Twinkies you can buy dozens of them for less than 10 bucks grocery stores alone are remarkable places um, today our people are healthier wealthier happier and safer than man has ever been before Americans generally live long lives even though without much wealth and high quality affordable food is available for every town in every in uh, every county uh, men went from farm and fire to supermarkets and space travel in less than 200 years why what happened at almost any other time in human history going back for a thousand years uh, a, a store of comparable of your run-of-the-mill modern grocery store would have been considered a modern wonder of the world markets existed in ancient times and some important cities you could buy products from hundreds of miles away but they were nothing like our modern grocery stores where you can in a single trip buy apples from washington state oranges from brazil prosciutto from italy chocolate from belgium cheese from wisconsin cereal from mexico coffee from colombia milk from the nearby dairy Some believe this is a bad thing due to carbon emissions. But before we throw the baby out with the bathwater, let's realize what it means to the health and welfare of the entire world to destroy the very system that man has never seen before and has literally saved the lives of hundreds of millions of people. So I take the the tact in the book of, let's just stop for a second and separate the bathwater from the baby. Don't throw it all out. This has never been done before. It happened for a reason, a very specific reason. It's not a coincidence that America is founded. And then all of a sudden we go from fire to electricity. It's not a coincidence. So what is it that caused this? And throughout the book, I really try to take an open position on. I think that most young socialists. You know i think winston churchill said if you're not a socialist uh, when you're 20 you don't have a heart if you're not a conservative when you're uh, 50 you don't have a brain uh yeah it's the it's the the combination of the heart and the brain so i try to take an approach to where i say to the honest person who's looking at socialism and saying this might be a better way okay let's really look at what are the results And what are the results of the free market? What are the bad things about the free market and the bad things about socialism? What are the good things about each? When you just make that list of good versus bad uh, on both sides, the tables uh, turn.
1: Well, you need to see the whole thing. And you can find the podcast now only at BlazeTV.com, and then it will be out on other platforms starting tomorrow. I'm Hillary. That's your 4-Minute Buzz. And now here's Glenn and Stu with the last hour of the show. I want to wish you both a happy Easter, and also to our viewers and listeners, happy Easter and Passover.
0: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Hillary, you're a pleasure to work with. You really are. You're just a... You're really nice.
1: Thank you. I, the feeling is mutual.
0: <laughs> mm, yeah, I wouldn't oversell it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a bad liar, too. So, uh, uh, anyway, uh, we, we also have this Betsy DeVos uh, interview I did yesterday for the Friday exclusive. She's rarely, rarely, rarely gives uh, interviews. Um, she gave sometimes. one uh, to me yesterday, and uh, we... We had a really great conversation. Started with, tell me, tell me the schools are going to open up again soon. Uh, And ended (laughs) with, no, really, they're going to open up again soon, aren't they? Uh, But we had a great discussion about... Uh, her philosophy of education what they're learning through all of this how we're going to make sure that our schools uh you know don't shortchange our children uh we talked about you know the cities that don't have they still have dial-up internet we talked about all of it that's on the friday exclusive and you can get it on blaze tv if you're a member only commercial free that's uh that's at blaze today It's for what it's friday i don't care what she was gonna say enlightenment we're gonna spend some time on enlightenment we're getting rid of the covid just for today yes many in america are fasting today fasting and praying thanking jesus for his sacrifice on this good friday and asking him to pour down his blessings like rain upon us and wash away this COVID. No matter what happens, we do have good news for you. We're going to do our Easter message here in just a second. First, let me tell you about LifeLock. Put your hands on the radio. Put both of them on. Can I get an amen for LifeLock? Because it's important to understand how cybercrime is affecting our lives, especially right now. The world's nuts. Crazy. When I start to look sane, you know that everybody is nuts. Everybody's at home using the Internet all day. Somebody's identity is stolen every two seconds. Don't let it happen to you. You can prevent all identity theft nope but you can you can prevent a lot of it and, and all the things that you might miss on your own they're going to catch it's lifelock.com call them now 1-800-LIFELOCK or head over and use the promo code Beck for 25% off dig deep into your pocket but not that deep because you're going to be saving money now uh, with lifelock can we hear it for lifelock can we get an amen for Jesus uh, today Today, we're going on a journey. They say that time itself does not exist as we know it. As we understand it. It only really exists as something called space-time. It's really only a point on a giant map. Something that we can use to find out where we are, where we've been, or where we're going. So let's unfold space time and trace our way back. First, maybe just a
5: couple of years. Tonight, I can report to the American people and to the, the world. The United States has conducted an operation that killed Osama bin Laden, leader of al-Qaeda. On my orders, the United States military has begun strikes against al-Qaeda
1: terrorist training camps.
4: The yes. people who knocked these buildings down will hear...
0: Even
1: further. Princess Diana died around. I did here. not
5: have this vast right wing conspiracy. Now
1: O.J. Simpson. Is armed with a gun. Mr. Gorbachev John teared
5: Lynch. down outside of his apartment. Elvis
4: Presley died today. Well I'm not a crook. I've earned everything I've got. Because of what has happened in Munich during the past four years. Eight or nine terrified living human beings are being held prisoner. A A second shot, the third total
5: shot, hit the president's head. Ladies Gentlemen, the Beatles! Dr. Martin Luther King has been shot to death in Memphis. A short time ago, an American airplane
4: dropped one bomb on Hiroshima. Allied naval forces
1: supported by strong air forces landing Allied armies this morning on the northern coast of France.
3: December 7th, 1941. A date
0: which will live in infamy. Oh, the Back farther still, even before Marconi, when the air was silent. the signing of the Declaration of Independence, past the Age of Enlightenment, before Martin Luther hung his protest on the church doors, before Columbus rediscovered the fact that the world was round. We go past Newton, Galileo, the Dark Ages, the Crusades, back to a time before books, when most of the world couldn't read nor write, and history was oral. We leave this world now where we can hear and see a lone protester standing in front of a tank in a country on the other side of the planet, and we can see it live. To a world seemingly simple, yet brutal beyond our understanding, where news was spread from mouth to mouth. We stop here, at approximately 29 of the common era. We stop at a small walled city in the Middle East, It's around 10 o'clock at night, just a couple of days before Passover. The meals are being prepared, the night's meal had already been eaten, and most in the city are asleep. One man, however, is not. It's strange. He's younger than I am. He's about 30. He's awake and alone in a garden. His friends who have been with him for several years are just a few yards away. They slumber underneath the star-filled sky. They still don't know that even though they sleep, the world is about to wake. 11 of 12 men sleep beside a hill. One man awake. He couldn't sleep, for he knew. He was in a garden in prayer, praying so hard about what he knew was about to come, praying so hard that blood actually dripped from his pores in a place of sweat. Back at the hill, when he returned, he begged his friends to wake and pray with him. They didn't know how serious his request really was. They had no idea what was just to come. He pleaded with his friends, why will you not rise and pray with me? He asked this again before returning to the garden alone. He knelt there on rocky soil, his hands clasped, his head bowed, twilight dew draped his neck, the horizon still in black. He prayed, he prayed even harder for the sky would eventually turn purple, then light blue. And he knew what awaited him. Back to the hill once more, his friends asleep. He begged his friends, rise, rise and pray with me. I need you now more than ever. They said they would, but shortly after he left, they fell asleep again. The dawn was even closer, and he knew his time was running out now over the hill they marched like flowing lava burning in the night's solace the eleven are surely awake now they have sworn their faith to him but he knows he knew this wasn't true they'll weaken and he'll be forsaken forsaken by the same men who just swore their undying devotion Torchlights grow brighter, the hourglass running low, the clanging of the metal swords and spears, the sound and the vibration of the march deep down from their feet to their spine, creating a shallow vibration, leaving them quivering. The soldiers approach. The one is grabbed and kissed, betrayed with a kiss. A kiss, wearing the mask of loyalty. One of the men leaps forward, draws his sword, cutting the ear off one of the soldiers. He raises his hand. No. Peace. Take me now in peace. For this is my purpose. This is my being. This is the reason I came. Now, one of them, Peter strays. While his friend is being persecuted for crimes he didn't commit, he stands by a fire, denying any relationship he has as he tries to blend in with the common people. A woman approaches. Didn't I see you with him? Peter says, surely I don't know him, but you're from Galilee. For the third time, Peter says, I do not know this man. Now, Jesus is pulled back and forth between the two who will determine his fate. They can't see any crime, but they still question, scourge, and mock him. Aren't you the king? Silence. Then here is your crown, says one as they give him a crown of thorns and press it into his head. He stands before the judge could condemn him for no crime but it is passover he says to the crowd you you can choose one i will release him as the king of the jews or jesus standing silent his eyes to the ground is condemned to death Jesus now carries his cross through the stone-clad streets to the place known as the Skull, the place where he will soon die. His back torn, his head bleeding beneath his thorny crown. The women cry out loud as he passes. He pauses for a moment and comforts them. Do not weep for me, rather weep for yourselves. His mother looks on as huge nails are driven through his hands and his feet. They raise the cross and slam it into the ground. It is at this point that all four writers of the gospel struggled with a description of the crucifixion, as I have. They described with the only words that I could use. And they crucified him. He now hung on the cross as the soldiers bid lots on his clothing below. Next to him, two criminals hang, but they are simply tied to the cross. One of them says, You're the son of God. Save us now. Save all of us. The man in the middle does nothing, for he had a purpose. The afternoon passes. His skin stretched. He wept. He begged for water, and they gave him a sponge on a reed filled with vinegar. In a moment where he showed us that he was truly human, he cried out and said, My father, my father, why have you forsaken me? The sky began to grow dark. It was approaching 3 o'clock on a Friday afternoon when Jesus, the carpenter from Nazareth, spoke once more and only once. His last words, It is finished. So today, people all over the world do as I do now. I thank that lone carpenter for dying, dying on that Friday afternoon, so I may live. Welcome to Good Friday. Friday is such a I mean it just seems when you know what he did Good Friday doesn't seem to be the right the right word if you just look at what happened on Friday if you missed my Good Friday message it was in hour one and you'll find it on the podcast hey, make sure you go back don't miss a second of today's show it's really good and uh And Bill O'Reilly was very funny. I mean, in a very strange sort of way, entertaining and fun. And I would never describe Bill O'Reilly as fun. But today we got him to talk about the Tiger King. I mean, let's put things into perspective. Yeah, yeah, Easter. How about the Tiger King? We talked to him about that uh, today. Here we are as a nation our door is closed but our hearts are wide open hear about Tyler Perry what he did do you see how stores are opening opening up just for those who are healthcare workers just to be able to have special hours for them there's some amazing things happening in America really some amazing things I want to thank our sponsors. By the way, um, our sponsors are under enormous pressure right now, as all of us are. Uh, And um, I want to thank each of them and not just our national sponsors, but all of our local sponsors that I may not even know. But all of those when you we go to a commercial break and you hear those local commercials, um, please frequent those stores uh, if they are selling something that you need. Please consider them Uh, notice the sponsors on these shows. They are keeping us on the air and uh, there are some some scary things going on in the media right now. When ABC is laying people off and saying they don't know how they're going to make it because of of ad revenue, uh, we could lose local stations. We could lose local voices. We could lose national voices. And we really do appreciate all of those sponsors. Please let them know how much you appreciate them as well. Car Shield. Car Shield will make sure that you are not spending money uh, needlessly. You know, there's we all have house insurance. We all have uh, fire insurance, even though you, did your house ever burn down. My house is never burned down. Why do I have fire insurance? Because it's catastrophic. If it ever happens, you have to have insurance because you lose everything. It's kind of the same way it is. I mean, a a little lighter, but with some people, not really. Um, If your car breaks down, you can't get to work. Uh, You don't have two or three thousand dollars to fix it. Just laying around. Nobody is earmarked that. Yeah, well, just in case. That's never money I like spending, fixing my car. And it's inevitable when your warranty runs out, it's going to break down. So here's what you need to do for ninety nine dollars a month. They have uh, rates as low as ninety nine bucks, but you customize the plan. Um, You can get covered. So if anything catastrophic happens to your car, you're not going to have to worry about it. And they have a rental car. It's all free while yours is being fixed. Twenty four seven roadside assistance. It's free. It's carshield. carshield.com. Call them right now at 800 car 6000. 800 car 6000. Even if you're not interested, would you mind just calling them and saying thank you for this ad? We appreciate them. Use the promo code Beck if you're going to sign up, and it is, uh, you'll get, what, 10% off? I think no. Yeah, 10% off now at carshield.com. That's carshield.com or 1 800 car 6000. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. We have senator tom cotton on uh with us he's the the national review says the senator who saw the coronavirus coming um he did he was on our show several times uh talking about it talking about how dangerous china is uh we're going to get an update from him see what he thinks about what's happening uh with the bailouts uh, nancy pelosi yesterday i think this i find this really disgusting Um, And still, I mean, is it it's it's just becoming so I mean, is it even news anymore when Nancy Pelosi says something like there's there's no evidence that uh, small businesses need more money for a bailout? Uh, We don't need to give them more money. And yet they're they're screaming for more money everywhere else.
2: And they know they can hold up every small business owner in America to try to get gifts and giveaways to people that they want to hook up. And I, I say, let them, I say, let them,
0: let them hang on that by themselves. Well, wow. I think the Republicans need to say no. This is a the, the Americans. If the Democ- if the Republicans don't play the same game and they just keep these bailouts clean and simple, no special favors for anybody, just you know, they should just guarantee the loans for small businesses for a certain period of time. That's what should happen. Um, you know, the banks are making it harder and harder for people to get loans right now. And that can't happen. Yeah. Um, and if, if the government would just take some steps to ease the restrictions on getting loans and guarantee them for a year, um, I I think we could put it back together. But if the Republicans would just play it clean and say, we want a clean bill. Here it is. Look at it. It's the money going to small businesses. They want to add this, this and this to it. No, America,
2: let them know. Well, when you and ha- I think America would. When you have the cover of the media, though, they can attempt this. And, what you know, there's thousands and thousands, if not millions of businesses that will go out of business if uh this is stopped so they know they have anyone who actually wants to help over a barrel on this um you know like and this is happening all over the country not just federally which is what you know we largely focus on i know states are doing this too for example you mentioned the uh the the local radio stations just a few minutes ago the new um executive order out of michigan um is now banning people from placing ads for anything other than necessities so this is insane, insane, right? Like, so you can't advertise like you want to advertise your car so that people can look at it and they're not going to be able to buy it right now or unless they, they buy it are, online I'm or whatever.
0: T- but like, I am telling yeah. you, they are
2: designing
0: the collapse. They are. They are taking us out. They are kicking the legs
2: out every time we start to stand up. This is this is insane what these states are doing. It really is incredible and 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 it's, you know so much of it is not necessary again. We know Detroit is one of the worst areas hit by this thing. Um, you know, outside of, obviously, New York, it's, you know, second or third. You know, New Jersey is kind of part of New York, and New Jersey is probably number two. But Michigan's—Detroit uh, De- De- is right up there. However, there's huge swaths of uh, Michigan that are not Detroit. I don't know if anyone's noticed this. A lot of people live there. Um, they live there in completely uh, different areas. They don't have these huge breakouts. They can deal with these things completely differently. And, you know, the, the governors are honestly dealing with this so poorly because they're just trying they to not look like— they're are not taking it seriously enough. Is it that or is it power?
0: Is it that or is it the governors who know all of their pension funds are failing and they'll do anything to have the state collapse? So the federal government has to take it. Wh- which one is it, Stu? Could be either. Could be either.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.
0: Senator Tom Cotton joins us here in just a second. All right. You're looking for a distraction, an excuse to get out of the house, just do something. Let me tell you something. Mowing your lawn. I have we had a lazy boy when I was a a young kid. And uh, strangely, it was the lawnmower, not just me. Um, But it had the little handle that you could start and it would power drive. Oh, it was great. I didn't mind mowing the lawn when it was that Um, a hustler turf. Oh, my gosh. It makes these um, amazing lawnmowers and they've made them for, you know, baseball fields and everything else. Um, Now they're making them for the home and it has all of the commercial grade technology in it. So, I mean, these things are engineered. It'll be the last lawnmower you ever buy. They will cut down the time that you take to uh, mow your lawn. You will not have problems with it. It is it's like driving a Ferrari. It is really great. HustlerTurf.com. Check these out right now. They've made it easy for you to check it out. You don't have to go into the store
2: or anything else, but check them out. You're going to love it. HustlerTurf.com. And you need some reading for the quarantine. Go to Glennbeck.com or Amazon.com and get the new book, Arguing with Socialists, available now.
0: USC drumline there, Glenn Beck program. We're glad that you're we're glad that you're here today. Uh, I have a an exclusive interview with uh, Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos. She rarely gives interviews. Uh, I spoke to her for about 30 minutes straight. It's all commercial free. You'll hear it. Uh, if, you, if you're a Blaze subscriber, it's our fly, Friday exclusive just for Blaze subscribers at blazetv.com slash Glenn. There's a lot of news in there. She speaks directly to parents uh, about what we should be doing at this time. She said, now's a good time to really see what your kids are being taught in school. Uh, you should sit and, and listen and watch what's being taught. Uh, she talks about the future of school, when the kids are coming back, what the state is doing. We talked about higher education and uh, indoctrination. It's a fascinating interview and very rare interview with our Secretary of Education, Betsy DeVos. Uh, That is for Blaze TV subscribers, blazetv.com slash Glenn. If you use the promo code Glenn, if you're not a subscriber, if you sign up for a year, you're going to save 30 bucks. Uh, It's a 30% discount. We've never discounted it uh, like this. this before and we we just know it's tough times for you and for us and we'd love to make sure that we don't lose track of each other here uh over the next year because it's going to be tough one of the guys who saw this pandemic for what it was early on was on our program among other programs uh trying to ring the bell is senator tom cotton and he is joining
5: us now senator how are you sir hey glenn it's good to be on with you again thank you for having me
0: You bet. Um, So you're getting credit from a lot of places as being the guy who saw this uh, coming. Uh, But is it because you're such a genius or because you take China for what we what we know China is, not for what we hope China is?
5: Well, Glenn, it's certainly far from any claim that i'm a genius um but it does have a lot to uh, do with a clear-eyed view of the chinese communist party going back many years leading up to this pandemic outbreak Um, specifically in january as i began to see information in uh, public news sources, not in classified inf- uh, intelligence briefings that are received, just in public news sources, sometimes obscure or foreign sources like East Asian news outlets mm-hmm. or medical journals, um, I-, I saw a clear contrast between two things. On the one hand, you had the rhetoric of the Chinese Communist Party, which was designed to minimize the threat, soothe over fears, tell everyone everything was okay, don't worry, we've got it under control, this can't be transmitted from human to humans contrast that with the chinese communist party's actions which were extreme and draconian shutting down a city that is larger than new york city literally Mm -hmm. Boarding up doors or welding doors shut on high-rise apartment buildings, allowing the Hong Kong uh, local government to shut down all air travel from the Chinese mainland, shutting down schools, not just in Wuhan, but across the country, all 1.3 billion people worth. The contrast between that rhetoric and those actions told me that the Chinese Communist Party understood just how grave this virus uh, could become. And is therefore the reason why I started sounding the alarm in mid-January and urging um, the president to shut down travel with China, which thankfully he did by the end of January.
0: So. So, uh, Senator, um, I have I've been concerned about this coronavirus because for the same reasons, watching what China was doing, thinking this is nuts. They don't ever do stuff like this. Um, But i and i think we're going to be proven uh, to be accurate on this i was less concerned about the death toll uh that it would take on the rest of the world uh as i than i was the toll on the free market system i, I mean I, we are facing a possible depression uh and we've got people in congress that are I think cheering for this, they are uh, are looking to uh, hurt the economy in any way to change the 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 capitalist system into a socialized system. I think we are at a place where our constitution and our way of life is on the ropes, mainly because of the people in Congress.
5: Well, Glenn, I would put the responsibility for what we're going through first and foremost um, at the feet of the Chinese Communist Party. They I had a that. chance. To, they had a chance to keep this virus a, a local health problem in Wuhan. Um, instead, they allowed it to become a global pandemic. Um, and to give you a sense of the extent of Chinese treachery, on January 23rd, the Chinese Communist Party shut down all travel by airplane out of wuhan inside of china so you couldn't fly from wuhan to shanghai or to beijing or anywhere else inside china but they allowed international air travel from wuhan to continue so you could continue to fly from wuhan to other places in the world to include new york and san francisco that gives you a sense of their treachery in this matter now you're more fundamental point though is very important, and I share your concern about what this virus has done to jobs and our economy, not just here in the United States, but in all of our allied countries uh, as well West. across Europe, in yep. in Japan, in Singapore, in Taiwan, in South Korea. Um, what has happened? across the civilized democratic world and that's why it is so important that we give our people the confidence that the virus is under control that they're less likely to get it, and that if they do get it, the health care system will be functioning for them. Because that is ultimately what has caused the economy across the Western world to come grinding to a halt. You know, Donald Trump didn't shut yes. down the economy. The president doesn't have that authority in our system. Even, yes. even our governors and mayors, who in many cases ha- have been aggressively saying what kinds of activities will be permitted, are more or less just reflecting reality. If you look at, where the state of the economy was in Europe and the United States in the first half of March, before many governments were taking this action, you'll see that um, our people were voluntarily and spontaneously starting to stay Correct. home. If you look at, like, say, Correct. open table bookings for restaurants or airline travel or so forth. So it's not so much a government dictate that has caused the economy to grind to a halt, it is our people's understandable fears of the virus. That's why it's so important. But I, I think, that but the- the
0: Senator, I think that there are Governors that are taking—I mean, the the governor of Michigan just banned advertising for products that aren't uh, essential. What 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 is that? I mean, I think there are those who are are taking their their powers, so to speak, way
5: too far. Yeah. So there, there's no doubt. For instance, that that some governors I think have made mistakes. Don't get me wrong. You know, I have not heard about the ban on advertising for any so-called non-essential. Um, activity, but you know, someone might say a Lego set is not essential. Well, if you got a four-year-old kid at home or three-year-old kids, I do. I can tell you, it's pretty essential to have Legos for them. Mm-hmm. Um, likewise, in in Virginia, uh, the governor extended the stay-at-home order until I think mid-June. Um, Maybe that'll end up being necessary, Glenn, but we don't know that now. We don't know in Virginia. We don't know in Arkansas. We don't know in any other state. That's why President Trump has only suggested it continue until the end of April. We can take stock in another 10 or 15 days about where we stand. So there's, there's no doubt that some governors and mayors have made bad decisions. But in the end, what is more important than what any governor or mayor does is that we have the techniques um, and the practices in place that we can stop the population-wide measures we have now and return to traditional public health control, which is case-based measures. So rather than saying everyone needs to stay at home, we can just identify those people who are sick and those people who've been around them and tell them, you individually need to stay at home. And the president so, outlines that at his press conferences and what we're doing in terms of getting testing up on a rapid basis, getting antibody testing, producing masks, not just for doctors and nurses, but for people at the workplace. and so on and so forth that's how we give people confidence to get back to something like normal life
0: and do you have confidence that we are taking the steps right now i know we ordered 500 million masks uh for the stockpile we're ordering all kinds of medicine etc etc hopefully these tests come online um but are you are you uh comfortable that if this thing comes back with a vengeance in the fall we're not going to have to go and shut down again we'll have the tools to make sure that our medical system won't collapse on us
5: well first off land because there's so much unknown about the virus still, i i don't want to say i have total confidence in that uh, there are no guarantees right but now, we're taking this uh, we're taking the
0: steps uh, that we know you feel yeah. we're taking those steps Here, that we should be taking I,
5: At this point, um, after a false start or two related testing at the CDC and FDA in early February, we are rapidly scaling up our testing capacity as quickly as we can the world's very best medical researchers and scientists are looking into every angle for possible prophylactic drugs therapeutic drugs and vaccines we're producing the kind of again personal protective equipment not just for doctors and nurses which we of course must have but for people to get back to work so if they're working on the factory line they can have the masks that they need because ultimately it's those steps that will allow us to get back to something like normal so we can get out of the situation we're in now, which is buying time through population based measures to produce all those things. So,
0: uh, Senator, we're talking to Senator Tom uh, Cotton, uh, the guy who was leading the charge on uh, the coronavirus. virus. Let, let me um, let me take you back to China for a second. Um, What they've done, you could argue, is an act of war. Uh, I mean, they've killed more people than than died in World War um, One by far. Uh, They have disrupted our economy. Anybody who would do this as a terrorist strike, we it would be war. Uh, I don't want war and I'm not suggesting war. But uh, our relationship with China cannot go back to the way it was where We just believe what they say and we ship all of our business over to them. Uh, Agree or disagree?
5: That's exactly right, Glenn. Uh, I can already tell you that public opinion in this country ran very strongly against China, no matter what business or financial or media elites believed. I mean, that's because a lot of Americans have a lot of reason to be hostile towards China. If you work in a factory and your job has been outsourced to China, if your industry like rice farmers in Arkansas have seen their proprietary intellectual property stolen or their computer systems hacked, um, if you're appalled by the way China forces women to have abortions or harvest organs from political prisoners or smashes uh, Christian churches or interns, religious minorities, in mass gulags, um, And now to top it off, they've unleashed a pandemic on the entire world. So things are going to change and they're going to change rapidly, not just in the United States, but all around the civilized world. Because I can tell you, public opinion in America, and not just America, views China as a pariah state.
0: Well, I will tell you, though, what they're doing to France, where they're saying, hey, we'll send you some gowns, we'll send you some PPE stuff, but you're going to have to take our 5G uh, boy, I think if if the if the public really understands how they're trying to profit off of this and extort business out of countries, I, I, I think China will be the pariah of the
5: world. Yeah. And Glenn, they're doing that all around the world, they're trying to exploit this crisis that they created and. Um, And in many cases, what they're sending is a reflection of Chinese quality control turns out to be defective anyway, as you saw in the Czech Republic or in Spain or elsewhere around the world. So I I think, again, the the peoples of the democratic West, no matter what some of their leaders may think right now, will increasingly view China as a pariah state. And that means that we're going to have a fundamental reassessment of our relationship with China. So, for instance, I think one of the very first things we have to do, like starting Now is to bring back manufacturing of basic pharmaceuticals and medical devices and medical supplies to this country. We cannot continue to allow China to control the market worldwide for items that are essential to life and to health.
0: Agree. Senator Tom Cotton, thank you so much. You can follow him at TomCottonAR or you can find him at TomCotton.com. Senator, always good to have you on. Thank you for your good work. Uh, We'll talk again. It's Good Friday, uh, and we've tried to bring you some good news today, and I think we have. Um, Let me give you some more. We're going to get past this. We're going to get past this, and life's going to go back to the way it was, and there's no need to panic. What you need to do is prepare for when things go back. I mean, for instance, people are going to have to move. People are going to have to buy new houses. They're going to have to sell old houses. Um, Get yours prepared right now, because I think there's going to be an unleashing of uh, people Uh, and, uh, and now's the time to fix up your house and get it ready. I would like to ask you to call real estate agents. I If you're thinking about buying or selling a house, uh, find the right real estate agent. You have the time right now to interview, you know, a couple of agents, figure out what the difference is between agents. We interview all of the agents that we recommend. Uh, we know them. We learn everything we can about them, and we continue to monitor them. They don't work for us, and this is a free service to you. Um, but we want to make sure that you have the best real estate agent in your area according to the parameters of the things that we're looking at. Who's who's selling the most homes? Who's got the highest you know, customer ratings? Um, who is Who is the one that rolls up their sleeve and gets the job done? It's realestateagentsitrust.com We'll help you find that real estate agent realestateagentsitrust.com
2: Go there now A lot of people in this country would be delighted to pay more in taxes Finding yourself speechless Listening to progressive arguments Arm yourself with the facts Arguing with Socialists A new book from Glenn Beck Get it now on Amazon or wherever books are
1: sold This is the Glenn Beck Program
0: This is the Glenbeck Program. It's Friday. In fact, it's Good Friday. Uh, so I, I won't tell you about the Asian hornets that are were accidentally introduced uh, to France and now in America. I don't think we need to go into the two-inch hornets that can kill somebody uh, with one sting that now are native to China. China! And uh, now have been accidentally... Uh, introduced here in the United States, uh, not a problem. Not a problem. We're not going to talk about that today.
2: Did no. we? We didn't ban flights for Chinese hornets. No, no, we didn't. Mm. We didn't. Some Huge mistake other. by the uh, administration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge, huge. Didn't do it, Uh,
0: but we've been asking. No Asian Hornets, uh, and uh, he wouldn't close them down. Where was Tom Cotton on that one? Nowhere. I know. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to talk about that. Uh, Today, it's Good Friday. I just want you to take the weekend off. Stop thinking about all of this stuff. Just start concentrating on what's important. Concentrate on your family. Have a good time. You know, know, just go visit the Easter Bunny if you're not a religious person. If you are, you know... uh, Shabbat shalom and uh, and happy Easter. Um, concentrate on those things that really matter, so we can come back here Monday and talk about the two-inch Asian hornets.
1: You're listening to Glenn Beck.